Hello and welcome to this daily devotional podcast presented by Concord United Methodist Church. We hope that you'll find this time of scripture, reflection, and prayer a refreshing part of your daily walk with God. This series of devotionals follows our daily Bible reading plan, which coincides with our current sermon series, Friends in Low Places, Jesus According to Luke. You can find the scripture readings for today by downloading our daily Bible reading plan. You can find that plan at concordunited.org Bible. Finally, we invite you to share this podcast with family, friends, or anyone who might benefit from it. Today's devotional was written and presented by Neri Beaver. The scripture is Luke chapter 5, verse 27 through chapter 6, verse 16. Meeting with Jesus no matter where we are. Luke chapter 5, verse 27 through chapter 6, verse 16. Much like in real world, as we meet, date, and commit to spend lives together, so too is our relationship with the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit, the three in one. Our first step is to meet and get to know this divine Trinity. Just as Jesus asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? In a discussion about what everyone else was saying about Jesus, we each get to experience a meet and greet and begin to get to know one another. I believe we are all made, created, designed to be in relationship with God, not just head knowledge or a knowing like knowing stats and figures of a professional athlete or musician or actor, but most likely never meeting them one-on-one much less having them over for a game night. Throughout scripture, time after time, it is shown that God cares about us and cares about the things that we care about. He cares to be invited into our highs, lows, and everyday comings and goings. For me personally, this makes all the difference in the world. Why would I want to submit my ways or give of myself to just another idol carving, any other little G God that we elevate in our lives, or a person that lived how many years ago and doesn't know anything about me? If I'm going to filter my thoughts, actions, and interactions with others and follow a leader to this magnitude, I want to know that I am not just a faceless, nameless thing in a crowd of other faceless, nameless things. If I am going to be vulnerable and entrust the precious, tender, broken, and wounded pieces that is my heart, or to risk and cry out for help in the midst of the highs and lows, I need to know they are able to be entrusted with such treasures. I have found in the Bible, within church traditions and practices, and with my experience and reason, to return to the Wesleyan quadrilateral and a building block of the United Methodist denomination, that the Trinity is the only one truly able to be entrusted and safe to follow. I also personally believe that each and every one of us, no matter if we have been raised in church or Christianity since we can remember, or have come to the faith later in life, we all need to stand at the crossroads and wrestle with Jesus' question, who do you say that I am? 
and not just a one-time answering, but continually coming back to truly seek within ourselves how we answer that question as we journey through life. I am deeply grateful that just as in our everyday meeting and getting to know others process, God is patient, faithful, and true, and every good thing. He wants to put in the work to earn our deep trust, not to just have us blindly follow the crowd and rituals, but to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself, to quote Jesus in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven through 39. Friends, if this is something that you aren't sure about, or you realize that you don't love the answer that is bubbling up in you, and you want to dive deeper, but perhaps aren't sure what next steps to take, please reach out to us or to your local pastor or mentor or other friend in the faith. Okay, so after that part, then what? Well, then comes the learning how to walk in a balance of loving God, loving ourselves, loving our neighbor, keeping the relationship with God growing, living in grace and not just works, being changed and impacted by the relationship with God and actually living that out in the ways that we think, act, and engage with others. Just like when people get married or pledge to live their lives together, that becomes the new beginning, not the end. Now the daily living it out occurs. Unfortunately, I'm sure we have all seen the devastating outcomes from relationships that don't continue to intentionally grow in their knowing of the other and instead fall apart until their relationship becomes one of legal terms on a paper or worse rather than the vibrant connection that it was when it began. Sorry to break it to you, friends, but this journey of knowing and growing in our relationship with God and to others isn't usually clean and tidy. Things can and do get messy. In our scripture passage today, we see examples of Jesus being present and deeply knowing and caring about the people he came across. He dined and partied with the hated tax collectors, stopped and touched the untouchables, and blazed the trail showing us the way to balance walking both in the way and loving others. When I was in college, I really struggled with my relationship with God. I had grown up in the church and I knew to my core that God knew me and loved me for as long as I could remember. I was the one that you wanted to have on your Bible trivia team. Every summer since I was old enough, I spent at our Christian summer camp and became a counselor in training and then a staff member as soon as I could. I understood the concept of sin and knew what we were supposed to do to resist temptations. And yet, by college, I had to face the facts that I had gotten into things and embraced them as part of my life that I knew were not pleasing nor honoring of God in the way that we were called to live. But y'all, I was tired. 
tired of fighting against things that felt good, that felt like pieces of me that had been missing. Tired of feeling like I was holding the hand of God, walking through life one minute, pausing to take the beauty of the world around us, and then before I could blink, having to struggle and strive to catch back up to Him, only to repeat the process. I kept trying to strive and muscle my way out of these things, to prove somehow that I meant my prayers of repentance, even though I kept going back. It was easy to tell others the truth that Jesus loves us just as we are, no matter where we are and what we are into. We can cry out to him and he will come to us and rescue and guide us. It is true. But at that time, did I believe it for me? Nah, he was tired of going into these places to get me wasn't he? I I should know better, so I better get myself out and back in line, right? I finally came to a breaking point. I acknowledged that I was absolutely powerless to make changes over my life without him, but I had to get back on track to find him, and I couldn't do that without him. I felt trapped in a never-ending, cards-stacked-against-me loop. I was ready to just walk away altogether. Until, just like in our passage today, Jesus showed up in the midst of it all, reminding me through the words of a pastor that his love isn't based on what I do or don't do. Doing the great and wonderful things doesn't increase the love meter that he has for me. And doing all of the icky, yucky stuff doesn't drop the love meter either. That's what unconditional love really and truly is. The first step is to know and to be known just as I was. To allow my head, my heart, and my feet to truly be connected and in one place, not all disjointed trying to ignore the other parts. In my story, Jesus and I had to restart and slowly get to know each other again. To start with evaluating who I was understanding myself to be and to wrestle with how I answered the questions of who do I truly want to become and who do I say that he is, not just with my head, but with my whole being. Yes, even being fully aware and honest with the mud and the muck my feet were standing in. Then, together, we are learning the living out of the relationship and understanding the things that damage or get in the way of that relationship and the things that keep us together. The participation in traditions and rituals within our faith, such as tithing, communion, serving, worship, praying, reading scripture, coming together with other believers, and carrying the light of Christ, even that of a single candle with us wherever we go, they may be the same actions, 
but the experience and the expression are completely different if they come from a disconnected place of earning and striving or from an authentic expression of relationship and fellowship with God. My friends, we can choose to do things by the book and check off tasks without our heart in it, or we can be united in our whole being and follow the Trinity who invites us into unconditional love and grace to do good and save life, even on the Sabbath, to quote Luke 6, 9. I pray and hope that no matter if you've met the Trinity for the first time today or 150 years ago, wherever you are in this moment, that you would sense his presence and experience his love of you in a new and fresh way. Let's pray. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thank you for loving us in ways so deep and so real and so unconditionally that we cannot fully grasp it. Thank you for never tiring of moving towards us and finding us no matter where and what we find ourselves into. Thank you for being the light that shows us the way out of every darkness. Thank you for grace. Thank you for hope. Thank you for fresh starts. And God, we thank you for love. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's daily devotional. This podcast is a ministry of Concord United Methodist Church. For more information about our church, including worship times, mission opportunities, and study groups, please visit our website at concordunited.org. We also invite you to visit our YouTube channel, where you can see past worship services, including the current sermon series, Friends in Low Places, Jesus According to Luke. Finally, we would be honored if you gave this podcast a positive rating so that others can find it and benefit from it.